Do you know what I find really annoying? No, what? People like me. <laughs> a podcast about being a woman today. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the mad. This is Best Friends Talking. really annoying when you try to uh, get someone to say speak their mind and they won't say it but it still comes out anyway you know like passive aggressively (laughs) but they're like hesitating to speak their mind but you you know they have an opinion but it's like hard to drag it out you know what I mean (laughs) and I feel like I can be like that sometimes and I hate that I don't want to be like that but you know at least I know I have that quality so I think step one if you want to change something you have to own it and then you have to just accept it and then you can maybe try to change it. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm going to say something in the realm of psychology. So that what we say is, you know, because what you're talking about is, you know, your authentic self, you know, where where your values reside and you can feel close to these and then versus your adaptive self, how you accommodate around people. And the fact is that we can go pretty far in in relationships. We have the patterns in relationships, we call them dynamic. And the dynamic is like the attachment style. So we can go pretty far in overriding our authentic self, meaning our values, to ensure that the attachment or that the relationship maintains. Yeah, so what you're trying to say is that we do anything to keep the relationship together. We even yeah. go beyond our what we really think is okay. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And that is is the case for most people in, in any situation because like the the utmost fear, you know, if you go like peel all the layers really down, you know, is that this fear of being left, right? The fear of your loved one leaving you or something like that, you know. So in that sense you can go pretty far in, you know, and you can you can observe this in yourself and kind of what you're saying in like everyday situations with people you don't know so much, but you just like see how your strategy of the adaptive self go to kind of accommodate the person would you speak your truth fully or would you kind of shield it or hide it in a way what you're saying like you know own up to it but if you're going to own up to it you kind of first have to know what is your authentic self or what is your values and how much that means to you in in the dynamic that you are regardless of the values I think one value is how much do you value your own opinion because sometimes it's just a matter of you want to go to A or B. Yeah. And if you really want to go to B, but you're saying A just to please the other person. Yeah. That's not because you you have values that you you like to go to A, but it's just you're maybe you just want to go there this day, but you're not speaking your mind. Yeah, you're not speaking your mind, but then why you're not speaking your mind? You can ask yourself why is it that you're not speaking your mind? It doesn't matter if it's not so such an important thing you are discussing or where you're going to go, but it's like why don't you speak your mind? You don't speak your mind because you want to adapt or accommodate the other person, but you notice something inside is a little bit like off, like why so you felt that you didn't speak your mind and then you start questioning yourself like why didn't you? 
And that's when you get to kind of know, well, you get to know more about yourself. And of course, that example is not so severe, but I mean, if you keeps going like that you will maybe find yourself one day sitting like hey i didn't speak my mind at all so uh, what can you do to change this <laughs> do you have any tips <laughs> quick tips on how to get into your authentic self well first of all it's a you know it's a a, a process you know and i think you gotta be a bit patient with yourself but i mean first of all it's this um, being aware of that is happening so what you're saying now and I mean for most people change happens when you start becoming aware so the awareness in itself is like this, the start point of a transformation or change process and then well if you're really interested in getting to know yourself and you feel this this like several times that hmm I'm not speaking my mind I'm not being true to myself then you kind of have to figure out you know when does it happen when does this strategy um, come into place and then the more you get to understand when it it happens then you can start inquire yourself like hey can I do it differently this time can I say something else can I or can I say what I want to say differently or what is the what is the obstacle of saying your opinion actually you know yeah and maybe you can practice maybe just try it once see what happens yeah that's a great idea try it once Try twice, three times, and then just go on. Speak your truth and be your authentic self. That's, that's awesome. from northern Norway are generally more direct than mm-hmm. people from the south in Norway. I think in Norway is such a long country, so we have a lot of different cultures within the country. I mean, I'm sure it's like this in every every country. Yeah, it's like a lot of yeah, because we have such a long stretch country, we have a lot of like subcultures, I'd say, and and we have I mean, already you can see it in all the dialects. I mean, we have a long stretch country, but we're pretty few people living here, you know. So in that regards, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. So what we're talking about here is like this subcultural attitudes, I guess, you know, that's connected to our our dialects and where we're from. Yeah. But tell me more about like, do you have an example of like, because you, I mean, you live in London, London, baby. And then <laughs> do you meet any other Northern Norwegians there? Yeah, I just met one recently and I felt an instant connection. I think it's easier to talk to Northern Norwegians. It's just, this conversation just flows effortless and uh, there's something refreshing about them. Can't really put my finger on what it is, but it just feels right. <laughs> yeah, are you in love? <laughs> That's what I made it sound like now, but no, this was a woman. <laughs> I think a lot of Northern Norwegians are less pretentious. Yeah, I like that. There's so many people that are pretentious everywhere you meet. And you can tell when they're telling you things, they're letting in facts that are kind of not important to the conversation, but just to brag or to, you know, make themselves in a certain light. But I feel like Northern Norwegians don't do that in such an extent. I know. If they're going to brag, they can be braggy as well, but then they're going to do it much more (laughs) exaggerated and straightforward and then yeah bragging no but i think you know what we have in our dialect we have a lot of uh, irony that's kind of built into the way we speak 
Yeah, I find that very refreshing. And uh, you're right, you know, sometimes you come across with people that are pretentious in the way they present themselves or how they speak about things, which is like, yeah, I think that's pretty far from the Norwegian, Northern Norwegian spirit, you know, so that it just really crashes. So you're not easy to impress, I gather from this. I'm kind of easy to fool. Maybe this is also part of the Northern Norwegian attitude a bit, you know, that we are kind of, there is this kind of built-in naivety also. You know, in Northern Norway, there have been so many examples of politicians or banks or especially politicians that has been fooled, you know, scammed. Mm. And I feel, I don't know if this is the media, but I feel like Northern Norway has been hit especially hard in this department. <laughs> there have been so many scandals where yeah. the Northern Norwegian government somewhere in some city has invested money in something that was a scam because they were like impressed by whoever came to that meeting. Yeah. And that happens again and again. <laughs> and, yeah. and I don't feel like that happens in Oslo that much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot to say about this. Sometimes it's not funny because he's no longer with us, but there was a man who I knew. I knew him and my mom knew him and he was involved in one of these scandals and hmm. it wasn't fun for him or his family. No. And I, you know, I think that that's a complex thing you're picking up on here, this topic of, you know, what, what the, the politicians here choose to go for. And, you know, what it is in Northern Oh, it's probably that, you know, when some people come and they say like, hey, we have great belief in this area, you know, so it's up and coming. And the people here, of course, want to believe that there is, you know, someone can come and do something for this area and of course you know I think it's just like this fear of being left out northern Norway is pretty far away from everything you know I always say when I fly down to to um, Amsterdam or just going to Oslo whatever you know, it was like going closer to the continent because we're pretty far away from here you know we're just like above the arctic circles this attitude we have in any case like northern Norwegians like I, I you know I feel you I really appreciate uh, the Northern Norwegian attitude is it is what you say. It's like it's refreshing, it's straightforward, it's no bullshit. It's over to something else, Maria. Because now it's getting very close to your due date. It's like, mm -hmm. oh my God, it's like 11 days left. Yeah, it could happen any day now. So uh, yeah, when you come, it's uh, even closer. Yes. You're coming soon. It's like next next week. Yes, I'm coming next week. I'm coming straight for it, you know, to you. Straight to yeah, you. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, so, it's getting closer. Yeah. So I'm just walking around like a penguin at this point i, I have three outfits uh, that i alternate between so i have to wash them all the time and at this point i i'm no longer like i've never been like in, in that into fashion when i'm pregnant anyway but at this point it's just it's just a matter of putting something on that i can manage to walk around in and uh yeah everyone that sees me they're just like Still going strong. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but I remember like, you know, the last weeks of the pregnancy is always like, you know, you feel that the belly is so humongous. And then you feel like this it's is so big. I can't get bigger. But then it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, more important things like how do you feel? Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel okay. It's just my body is kind of bothering me 
because I can't move. Like it's hard to put on shoes. It's hard when I'm sitting. Like I have to find. It's it's not easy to find like a comfortable position to sit in, or lie in. Even worse, mm. I have to turn around. And when you turn around, you're supposed to. When you're pregnant, especially when you're like heavily pregnant, you're supposed to lie on your side, your left side. Mm-hmm. Is best. So I try to lie on my left side a lot, but I can't only lie on my left side. So I sometimes I have to turn around to the other side. Oh my god! And it's, You're re- such a rebel. it's really cu- uncomfortable to to turn around, like because then you have to go through the position where you're on your back. Yeah. That's... And I and now at at this point, I, it didn't used to be a problem because you're not supposed to sleep on your back when you're pregnant, for, mm. because the baby's pressuring your inner organs and mm-hmm. uh, it's not good. But um, it used to be okay for me to to be on my back, like I used to feel okay. But now it's like it really doesn't feel good to be on my back, even for one second. And then, so I go through that extremely uncomfortable thing just to turn over in the bed. Yeah. And then when I'm getting out of the bed, like the other day, I tried this thing where I, I went straight up. <laughs> that was a huge mistake. Because <laughs> the best way to get out of the bed now is to kind of roll out, you know, like a whale or I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, roll out on the side. That's the best way. You to can't do it. go straight up. I mean, there's no abdominals at work. They're just like gone. I tried going straight up, like uh, <laughs> using my muscles, and that hurt like a. That was so painful. I was like, I had to sit there for like five minutes just to recover. <laughs> oh my god! I, I feel so sorry for you. I don't know why that hurt so much. Maybe it's because my. Maybe because those muscles are not there i mean they're kind of broken in the middle and like stretched to the side that's true so they are not in function and i tried to use them oh <laughs> do not recommend doing that so okay so that's a hot tip like your abs aren't there don't try to use them <laughs> they're gone because i tried to use them and i had this extreme pain for like several minutes yeah okay so Yikes. roll out of the bed yeah yeah but right so how so how's like how's it going between you and your husband then can I ask I mean like is it like still hot and steamy or like nada (laughs) what's happening (laughs) well I mean as as you progress in the beginning it's not really a problem because your body is still almost the same I, I think that as you know the further along you get the less attractive you might feel or not that you don't feel attractive it's more that you don't feel so ready to jump around in the bed or you know you're not so mobile you're you feel a bit like an elephant at this point (laughs) yeah but I think from a biological point of view as well I mean your body is kind of content in the sense that it's pregnant so it doesn't need anything more it's like fine but I've heard that some women get extremely horny yeah I've, I've also heard that from you know somewhere in the galaxy but I've never heard any women say that me neither I've never met anyone so I don't have any concrete evidence (laughs) and I but I think I think you can still get that urge it's just that it's more of an effort it's like normally you are it's like everything is an effort at this point but we still I mean we still we have maintained uh, some activity on some level put it like this but um (laughs) Let's not go into details. Let's not overshare. But uh, I think it's important to try to kind of maintain a certain level of um, intimacy. Because especially since the baby is coming soon. But I mean, 
it's it's a bit limiting with the positions because mm -hmm. uh, you can obviously not be on your belly and you can't really jump around in the bed either <laughs> um, but and I think it's different from man to man as well some men probably like feel a bit scared that they're gonna hurt the baby or, yeah or... I think that's not all so actually you know that jumping around on the bed I want to kind of come back to that in a later episode we can go more into details because it sounds interesting so but now like what you're saying is that um I think, you know, of course, the, the needs of the woman changes, obviously, both based on biological, but also psychologically, like what you're saying, you don't feel attractive or you feel you need different things. But also for the guys, and I think that's also both biologically, but also psychologically, like your your needs change and the but the need for intimacy and connection is, you know, still very much there, you know, but then you kind of. Uh, adjust to the situation and adjust to how it is but I think you know for most people it's just this fact of keeping that an open conversation you know I think that's yeah important. and you can still there are like if you're lying on your side I think is the most maybe the most comfortable position or like on your fourth I like how we get so uh, concrete about it Maria it's very mm. yeah yeah thank you appreciate it right. do you remember anything from when you were pregnant uh oh it's such a long time ago I mean <laughs> yeah I can't I, you know I uh, have problems remembering and don't ask me why but uh <laughs> I um uh, well I definitely shifted for sure I think second pregnancy was also very different than the first one because I mean we literally had another person I mean the first one was still coming into our bed so I mean it's like it was crowded so that's um yeah we have that problem now i don't know what we're gonna do yeah because toddler is waking up during the night and coming into our room and wants he wants us one of us to come into his room yeah that's not gonna work when the baby comes no you know what we did we like we had like this migrating sleep situation so we're like having you know all the beds in the different bedrooms and then you know suddenly everyone will be in our bed so then we just start to migrate to the other beds and then they will follow and you know it's like but you kind of need to make sure you have space enough but that's how it's been actually for uh quite a few years um so that was the solution for us i don't know you know yeah i see but i i see that that can work when they're a little bit older if yeah. you have two toddlers that works but not if you have one tiny tiny baby no no you have to be with the baby in any case but i mean yeah I think it varies a lot right I mean some children just they, they sleep better when they're in their own room and some people are really great with the sleep trainings and stuff but I mean that never really was a thing that we implemented uh didn't really work for us so because you know what you can have also is that especially when the when the baby's very little it's like as a mother even though you go crazy and cannot sleep well, you're always waking up, you know, but it's that if you sleep in a different room than the babies that you get so anxious that you can't sleep anyway, you know, so there's so many factors to take into consideration. I think it's really important that you do it as you feel is the right way. And it could be different from, from, you know, the first one to the second one, you know, you can feel different about it, how you want to do it. Yeah, we're going to have the baby's bed right next to my bed. Mm. either way because i really I, I definitely want to sleep in the same room as the baby yeah yeah we'll see how it goes exciting exciting okay well my darling so we 
we will get in touch with our true self. Yes. Like, and remember well, that we are Vikings. Always. Stay close to your authentic self and stay close to your inner Viking. Yeah. Holla. Holla.